Welcome to Courageous Parenting Podcast, a weekly show to equip parents with biblical truth on raising confident Christian kids in an uncertain world. Hi, I'm Angie from Courageous Mom. And I'm Isaac from Resolute Man. We've been married for 21 years and have seen the fruit from raising our eight kids biblically based on the raw truth found in the Bible. We can no longer let the culture win the hearts of children. Too many children from Christian families are walking away from their faith by age 18. And it doesn't have to be this way. It shouldn't be this way. Join us as we start an important conversation about effective parenting in the following world. Hey, welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Hey, guys. We've got a special discussion today. Part expertise and part what we're working through right now. Yeah. So you, if you guys have been listening for any period of time, you know Isaac and I are on this journey with you. Yeah. And so sometimes we will teach from what we're currently feeling convicted on and what we're working through. And that's yeah. kind of what we're doing today as we're talking about a really important topic that's relevant to heading into the fall season, which is a cold and flu season, um, and potentially like more potential lockdowns even, right? Yeah. So we're going to talk about if hospitals won't be ready to help your family. So it's not a hit against hospitals at all or doctors and nurses. We 100% believe Mm -hmm. in medicine and so forth, but we'll get into it in just a second. First of all, We do have Halloween around the corner. So just real quick, Ange, could you send them to some resources? Okay. So every year that we've done the podcast in the past, we've done a different podcast episode. Um, One of them was Should Christians Celebrate Halloween? That's one of our podcast episodes. I cannot urge you enough to go back into season two and season one and take a listen to that. Um, We also have about five or six different blog posts at CourageousMom.com. One of them is about if they knock, will you answer? And it's, it's about, um, talking through scripture of that Jesus shares where it's ask, seek, knock. Um, and when you have trick or treaters coming to your door, how should we as Christians be responding to that? So, so I think what we'll do is you'll get me a list of them. We'll make sure they get in the show notes. for Right. Exactly. All of the links to all of these resources. Right. I mean, but just to like reiterate, I won't take a long time, but there are other, there's blog posts that have like, a. um, a got a pumpkin um, project that you can do mm-hmm. with your kids where you're carving out a pumpkin and putting like a cross on the front to be a light and you're sharing the gospel message with your kids as you're carving the pumpkin and the pumpkin seeds and the icky stuff inside represents. I, I just have to it's say cool. though, some, some of you are like, Hey, we don't do pumpkins at all. And we would say, awesome. Yeah. And some of you are like, we, you know, do crosses and pumpkins only. And we're like, awesome. You know, I don't think we need to be divisive on this, but there's really, really good resources there, biblical yep. point of view. And as with everything, we're never going to align perfectly on every topic. Do you know how many topics we've talked about? Oh my goodness. Yeah. So well, many. And, and Even just in so one you guys podcast. Know, like several. we are anti-Halloween actually. Like we don't participate in Halloween, but we believe that that day is the Lord's day. It's not Satan's. He's not going to have it. We reclaim October 31st because it's his day. God Amen. made it, not Satan. God made pumpkins. Satan didn't make pumpkins. Right. And so like we will have a fall harvest decorations and we'll have some corn stalks and some pumpkin. That doesn't mean that we're celebrating Halloween. So um, anyway, we talked through all these things in the blog post and on the podcast. Can't urge you enough to go listen. All right. And one more thing we got to talk about is the kids podcast on Fridays. We've had uh, three episodes so far. There's two already more recorded coming soon is Drew talking about the importance of self-discipline and real stories of how he's um 
done it and what he's been doing and the big projects working tips hard. on yeah. it it's so good he is really self-disciplined and we have solomon five h5 and i asked him i go what would you like <laughs> to talk about and he goes i think we should talk about why kids should obey their parents and i'm like inside i'm jumping up and down i'm like just keeping it cool you know oh that sounds oh, that's cool, a man. good idea solomon. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh it's gonna be short but it's good I love it. So, okay. So today we are talking about if hospitals won't be ready to help your family. So if hospitals won't help you, you need to be ready to help your family. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about three main points. We have, this is our agenda. We're going to talk about the reality of what's going on today. We're going to talk about preventative things that you need to be doing. And then we're also going to talk about readiness and preparedness. And that's the section that where we're going to be transparent and sharing what we're, our checklist of things that we want to learn more about and things that we are currently working on that maybe is an inspiration to you. Part of the reason why we're covering this topic, you guys, is because we've been getting a lot of messages from you. Keep those coming. We really appreciate your feedback. So when you leave reviews on iTunes, it means a lot to us. It also helps us to know like what is relevant, what is helpful today for all of you. We don't want this to be a waste of our time or yours. So please keep those messages coming to us. And on that, there's a survey coming out soon. The people in the parenting mentor program are getting a more exhaustive survey because um, we've really been running the race with them more closely. Yeah. But there's also going to be another survey we need from everybody else, all our podcast listeners. And if we don't have your email, you're not going to get it probably. So make sure mm-hmm. we have your email. Our links in our bios on Instagram have our uh, that also, if you ever get an email from us in the uh, bottom is, well, you we would already have your email in that case. So, right, right, right. So anyway, so make sure we have your email though. All right. So let's talk about the reality right now. This is so relevant because we feel, we actually feel responsibility. Uh, in fact, we can read from James here. We feel responsibility mm-hmm. to share this with you because we feel conviction that people need to be thinking about these things as we go into the fall here uh, with what's happening because doctors and nurses are quitting in the droves around the world with the vaccine mandates. And regardless of where you stand on the vaccine and so forth, the reality is there's a shortage of doctors and nurses and it's only going to get worse. In addition to that, there are there are COVID patients in the hospitals and some of them have severe issues and real big challenges. Our heart goes out to them. And some of them through the paranoia created by the the media are coming in when they don't need to. Frantic and going in too soon. So James 4, 17 says, therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it to him, it is sin. So we felt a responsibility to do this. And you could think about that scripture for yourself too. If you feel convicted after listening to this or already, then you need to act on your responsibilities where the spirit is convicting you. So the reality is that, is that literally the hospitals will turn people away because they are full is what they say, but it's also people are quitting. It's all the issues we just talked about. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because when you talk to people who are, um, I'm just going to say on the, on the left side of things, extreme left who are for the vaccination for all the things that are happening when you when you actually have a conversation with them a lot of them are blaming unvaccinated people for the issues that are in the hospital but the truth is is that the agenda of pushing and mandating vaccinations is creating a situation where we have less workers 
so that surgeries and different things like that can happen. So what happens to your family then if something happens to you and the hospital won't take you? So more important than ever, we need to be equipped at home to handle things. And we need people around us. We need a team around us Mm -hmm. that can help us where we fall short on the health side of things. Yeah. And on that point, I just, so this is the thing. We love hearing from you guys and I don't mind helping when I can, but I get a lot of messages from people asking for specific names of doctors. And I just want to say, I'm, I'm not giving those out of who we go and see. Um, that is a private thing that we're keeping to ourselves. But I cannot urge you enough to have the important conversations. You need to ask your dentist, your doctor, your chiropractor, your mm-hmm. um, physical therapist. You, you literally think about all of the different people that you go to. Who is on your team that helps you to keep your family healthy in all the different areas of your life? Write them down. This is what I did. Okay, I'm I'm teaching from out of what I did. You write all those down and you have the conversations with each of them and say, how did you handle COVID in 2020 and 2021 regarding masks? And what are you going to do if the government tries to get people to mandate vaccine passports if they try to bring masks back again in this state? You need to have that private conversation. It's going to be different all over. The country, it's gonna be different all over the world. It's gonna be different state to state, even maybe county to county, based upon who you are under as far as local government goes. Um, but you need to have that important conversation. We've been talking about how there's potentially an alternative or underground economy that is going to have to be rising up, and yeah. it is actually it happening is. all over the world. This is very exciting. Um And so I say that because if you're not happy with an answer that you get from your dentist or your doctor regarding these different mandates that they may implement, you need to start looking to reestablish care somewhere else before all the people that would be like-minded are filled up. I know recently uh, one of our kids was going to the dentist, just a story here, is, and they said, hey, we really strongly advise you guys wear a mask when you come in. And then, and then there was pretty much, we want you to wear a mask with the receptionist was saying. And I said, well, we don't wear masks. So if that's going to be an issue, I have no problem finding a new dentist. And then they're like, no, that is no problem. You can come without a mask. I go, okay, I just want to reiterate. I have no problem finding a new dentist. We don't want to cause you trouble. We don't want to cause you trouble. But we will not do this. We won't do this. And they were adamant that they wanted us as customers. So that is something you can do. And don't be afraid to just ask the question. It's super nice. We were super great yeah. when I came in and everything Gentle was fine. Gentle in spirit, kind. Yeah. It's another, we were just at Costco recently. It just reminds me of this. And I think it's oh, a funny yeah. story. And um, your membership was up and I was kind of talking to them. And so they're like, okay, well, to check out, you'll need to pay the $120 annual fee because it was just happened to be up that day. I've been and, thinking and about then, that. And then we're like, oh, okay, no problem. And then Angie's like, well, wait a minute. What if they this fall they're gonna make people make, wear masks or we're not, vaccine mandates or something like that? And I go, them. oh, hang on a second. Actually, can we just check out? I'm not sure if I want to be part of the membership because you guys are probably gonna require masks this fall because it's a nationwide thing. Or and and she goes, oh well, I don't know if we are or not. And I go, well, I don't want to pay the 120 bucks and be on it because I may never want to shop here again. And yeah. it's super nice. It's just a real conversation I'd have. I don't want to waste 120 bucks. And she goes, well, you can't check out without it. But here's the good news. And this is a tip for Costco. Up until the 364th day after you pay your $120, you can get 100% of it returned to you. 
Yeah, you can get a refund on your membership if you don't want to continue your membership. So I'm like, there, okay, so. no problem. Let's go. Let's move forward. Yeah. So, but if they get crazy this fall, I'll cancel my membership. Yeah. So this is just an important, you just need to be aware. Like, where are you purchasing? I would even say like, what is one of the preventative things? Like obviously grocery stores are something that you need to be able to go to, to get food, to nourish your family, right? Like even potentially where you're going to get um, supplements, right? If you don't order them online, maybe you go to natural groceries, different places like that. I know that they were pretty masky last fall. And so finding alternative local places that sell the raw honey, that sell the homopathy, that sell the herbal supplements that you want, you need to find those locations. You need to talk to them about what their mass mandate was before, what they plan on doing in the future, so that you are not caught in a moment of desperation where you have sick kids at home and you're racing to the store to get something and then you have to compromise your personal conviction. Okay, you don't want to have to do that. And that's why we're having this conversation. We want you guys to be pre... This is proactive parenting. That's what courageous parenting is yeah. all about. We don't want you to have to be in a reactive situation. So we're warning you right now and just saying, hey, this is something mm -hmm. that we're doing and we think it would be wise for you to do that also. So part of the reality too is you have this hospital situation and then we're going into the fall where you add on to COVID the flus and everything mm -hmm. else and it could be a challenging situation for the hospital. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't think it has to be, by the way, opinion here. I don't think it has to be a challenge for hospitals. I think there's ways that we could be leading our countries in a way to where there's more resources for hospitals. Mm -hmm. There's we're proactively thinking about these things and making yeah. sure uh, things are in place. We're not creating a frantic situation where people come in mm -hmm. and clog the hospitals that don't actually need care uh, by creating fear for COVID. Okay. Right. So, but there are real situations with COVID patients. We totally get that. So now let's talk about the preventative. So there's a lot of things to do preventatively. Angie, could you just reel them off? So obviously dental health is a huge thing. I mean, your mouth and your nose, that's one of the main ways that you would catch a, a virus, a bacterial infection, anything like that, right? And so you want to make sure that you have good healthy habits in place with your kids. So mm -hmm. make sure they're brushing at least two times a day. I, I hate that I even have to say this, but so many different people, this has been a potential issue for um, where they're, maybe their kids are busy and it's like, oh, that, I mean, that, that's how happened to us, right? Where we have nine kids and I'm like to ask if all nine of them have brushed their teeth before they go to bed is a bit of yeah. a duty. And so, um, you want to train them well when they're young so that when they're older, it's part of their habit. They're already doing it. Yeah. Um, another one would be chiropractic, right? Preventative chiropractic. There's, I, I don't know if you guys knew this, but your spine is very essential. Having it in proper alignment, it is essential for your immune system to be working at optimal level. And so if this is, if, if your kids have ever experienced a concussion or they've been jumping on the trampoline or they've fallen or gotten hit playing football or anything like that, I would say it would be wise to either go see a chiropractor or a cranial sacral therapist and just yeah. make sure that they are in alignment so that their immune system is well supported. Um, another big preventative thing is definitely making sure that your kids are not having too much sugar. Um, refined sugar, that's something that for many years, I, I would say the first, like maybe four years we were parenting, Mm -hmm. I was 
in a position where I didn't really know what I was doing as a homemaker in regards to cooking and those kinds of things. So when we first got married, I was buying pre-made things often. Mm -hmm. Um, But now things have, it's drastically different. This is 22 years later, but it was a process of choosing that as something that I'm going to learn and I'm going to tackle and going, oh, okay. So having juice every day is not good for the kids. So when I think Kelsey was maybe two years old, 20 years ago, we stopped having juice all the time. Yeah. Right. And it became a thing that was like just for special occasions. Every now and again, we would have apple juice or orange juice. Um, and so that, that is one huge thing. That's one way that you can limit sugar in your kid's diet is to not be definitely don't be drinking pop or anything like that. Right. So preventative is not just what are you adding to your lifestyle to help build your immune system so that you don't get sick. It's also what do you eliminate that's going to actually make your immune system weaker? I would say you have to be really honest about that because a lot of times we forget the little snack the little sugary thing in between the little thing in the car the Mm -hmm. thing that you know it's just we have to remember that there's more usually that we're putting in our bodies than we're really reflecting on yeah that can totally be true especially for your kids if your kids are not with you all day and you send them to school sometimes people will throw in a granola bar for example or um just extra stuff because they know their kids need a snack and it's harder to send healthy snacks um to school with your kids i get that um but this is preventative like we're having this hard conversation because yeah it is going to take a little bit more work to be a courageous parent to to be building healthy immune systems be building healthy habits for your kids so you need to talk to them don't just do it to them i would say part of preventative is also like if you want your kids to be healthy long term like throughout their life recognizing that what you do today is creating healthy habits or unhealthy habits and let's face it whether someone gets vaxxed or not they're getting COVID variants. There's more variants coming and there's other things besides COVID, the normal things. Mm-hmm. So these are things preventatively to be ready. So your, so your family's immune systems are ready and didn't are, God, are as strong as God possible. created something yeah. pretty awesome in us called the immune system. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's funny. I recently saw a meme where it was like, I know a lot of people don't really believe in you anymore, but I sure do. And good job being strong. <laughs> you know, I think that was an Elizabeth Johnston quote. But I, to be really honest, we have to understand that there's going to come in a day and age when your kids are going to grow up and they're going to be preteens and they're going to be teenagers and they're not going to want mom looking over their shoulder all the time saying, did you take your vitamin C? Did you do this? Did you do that? Don't eat that. Don't drink that. You need to create the habits when your kids are younger, when you are giving them exact direction so that when they're older, they are making wiser choices. And that there's a little parenting tip. It's kind of like, you know, when your kids are littler, it's more hands-on. And then as they grow older, you have to do less. Like you want to be equipping your kids with knowledge. So the way that you do that preventatively, right, so that you don't have teenagers making horrible eating decisions all the time, you want to give them the knowledge. You want to equip them and go, hey, do you guys know that this turns into sugar? And if you have too much sugar, it's bad for your immune system. Like you just teach them these basic things that can be so life-changing. And there's a lot of evidence that vitamin D is incredibly important. So being outside, that's another huge 
preventative thing. Um, you see doctors trying to post memes saying, hey, at least just get outside and be in the sunshine for 30 minutes a day at the least, right? So make sure you are. Go outside. Go for a walk. Um, it, you just need to realize that when we're doing school, the kids are inside a lot. Um, and so we need to make them go outside and breathe the fresh air and be in the sun. I want to take a moment and give you something for free, if you haven't got it already, is the Date Night One Sheet. It is a beautiful document you can download that will has some key questions on it for your date night to just get in alignment about what's most important for your family. No matter what time of year, it's always important to recalibrate. You can get that by going to CourageousParenting.com and subscribing to our mailing list. Um, also, you can get all of our show notes and everything at CourageousParenting.com. And I also just want to share real quick about the Parenting Mentor Program. So many families are being transformed by going through this. Uh, it's the six-week self-paced program uh, with live engagement from us and even direct interaction. So if you want to join us, uh, here's a little bit more about it. You can find out more at CourageousParenting.com. Steve and I realized that we were getting too comfortable with the world's vision of how to raise our children. What Angie and Isaac have done in creating this is literally phenomenal. This program provided awesome scripture-based teachings and just some really great practical applications. This class has just really rocked my world. It has given me a vision for not just the different things that we might focus on as parents who are trying to raise our kids biblically, like how our kids are behaving or what we're doing with discipline, but also the things of the heart. We now have a game plan to how we want to raise our children. We have so many answers to the questions that have been in our mind. It's not just these hypothetical situations, or it's not just this, here's what I think you should do. It's, let me show you where in scripture this is. Do your legacy a favor and yourself a favor and just do it. One of the best things that we've done this year, one of the best investments we've made this year, and I could not recommend it more. We're no longer fearing dark days ahead, but we're so excited to raise lights to be leaders for the next generation. What else uh, on the preventative side, Ange, it would be helpful to people? So this is definitely where you want to start like evaluating um, not just your diet, but like what are the vitamins that you're taking? We're headed into the fall. So this is the time of year where you, there's going to be less sunlight, right? We're about to come upon daylight savings is usually in the fall in October. Um, and so when the sun rises, it's a little bit later in the day and it goes down. So you're going to want to be taking a good vitamin D supplement. Um, if you have babies, they make tinctures of it and it's important to be giving that. Obviously you want to have like a, a good integrated doctor or naturopathic doctor that you can run things by. They usually have really good recommendations for brands. Um, I'm not going to go into that stuff, but you do need to have vitamin D. You need to have vitamin B, vitamin A, vitamin C, all the basics. Um, but also a good pre and probiotic for gut health. Um, I think that, you know, this is, and this is not Corona related necessarily, but there's still going to be a flu. Yeah. There's still going to be potential stomach flus. Kids sometimes get food poisoning if they're eating out or, you know, so how can you set your kids up to have optimal, healthy gut health? 
that's having a good pre and probiotic, um, being ready with the right oils. I know that for me, I have chosen to use Young Living. I keep tummy jays on me at all times for my kids for car sickness, but also for after we eat out. If they have something that's a little too greasy, even it can upset some of their stomachs. Or if they've eaten something and then they jump on the trampoline right away and they're like, oh, my stomach hurts. There's all kinds of scenarios, right? So having the right products in your home on hand so that you're not like, oh, bummer. Thanks for reminding me. I'll have to order that tummy jive. Sorry, it won't be here for two or three weeks. It's so, it's so incredible. Whenever somebody gets the beginning of something in our family, Angie goes and she's back quickly with several things. And you think, oh, okay, I can handle swallowing this many things. And, and then as soon as you get them down, she's back with a tea and five more things. And, it's, it's and then you're back like, with a couple more yeah. things and you're rubbing oils on the kid. And it's, but what's amazing is it's attacking whatever the thing is from all sides and it's gone. Like it literally, yeah. you've kept her family so healthy. I mean, we, we try, thank you. I mean, we, we try to hit all the different ways, right? So there's aromatherapy, inhaling things. That's where oils come in, but then you can also use them topically and you can ingest them. But then there's vitamins. Like that is a preventative daily thing that everyone needs to be doing on a regular basis. And then when you're doing that, it's not like you hit them with like, a ton more vitamins on top of what they've already taken. Instead, that's when you grab like the different tonics that have the raw honey and the cayenne pepper in them, right? You grab the wellness formula that's an herbal tincture or the Wish Garden um, Kids Immune Boost or, you know, we have so many different things that are like that that we use with the kids. But then there's also homopathy. And so like having an awareness, and, and this is the thing, like you guys, some of you might be listening going, I don't know, the first thing about homopathy or herbal tinctures. How did you learn this? You guys, guess what? There's, there are so many resources that are available. Do not be dependent upon online. Online things change all the time. Personally, I prefer the old medicinal books. I like the natural prescription for healing. It's a great book. Um, I have herbal remedies books. I have the desk reference guide for essential oils and it, it'll show me like exactly like what ailments are. You can look them up in the back and then it'll give you a list, a whole host of different ways that you can actually start attacking and treating that symptom that you're having. And so when it comes to these things that doctors will put big labels on, right? Like Corona. I look at what are the symptoms because for everybody it's different. When yeah. we had it, you had issues with your kidneys. I had vertigo. Megan had congestion. Seems to attack where you've been weak before. Right, exactly. And so, like now that I'm nursing, the place that I get attacked is through mastitis. And so, I am aware and I am prepared, having the tools that I need to be able to treat those different things from a natural perspective. And Lord willing. Like, this is a big deal. I pray about it. I go, Lord, thank you for the knowledge and understanding that I can treat this stuff. Like, I'll be praying this even when we're not sick. Like, I'm just super thankful that I've learned what I've learned over the years. Are you thankful? Have you recently just given God the glory? Have you prayed on your knees and said, Lord, I really don't know what I'm doing. Would you provide the right people and resources to teach me? Um, and so we need to be 
coming from a perspective of like, if healing's going to happen, it's because the Lord has directed our steps and we praise him for that. I'm thankful that he provided the plants that give us the oils and the vitamins and the things that we need to be able to battle these things. And I don't always know. So I look things up in books. So go seek out good books. Ask your naturopathic doctor, your integrated functional medicine doctor, what books would be worth investing in. Um, or just grab the three that I mentioned. Now, by the way, it just came to my mind. You did. You have a workshop called Healthy Home Mom Hacks. We'll put oh, a yeah. link to that at CourageousParenting.com in the blog post for this episode. So all the resources show notes are there. I forgot to mention that in the beginning, including we'll put make sure that the books you mentioned are yeah. there and anything mm-hmm. we mentioned today and that yeah. workshop, which you really go into it and they get a they get a PDF download with that. But I also want to say I'm preventative. You kind of already mentioned this is really make sure you have your team together. Do you have the right dentist, the right chiropractor, the right doctor? That maybe not the doctor at the big hospital, but the family doctor. That if the big hospital requires vaccines to to go in, right. the family doctor doesn't Does, because they're they're for medical freedom. So you're looking for people that are going to be for medical freedom, right. which you already talked about. But even asking them, it's not just. So we talked about like the importance of asking the people who are already on your team what they're going to require regarding the vaccine passport or mask mandates, for example. But it's you got to take questions beyond that. So some of the other questions are, what are you skilled in? Do you know how to set a broken bone? Do you know how to do stitches? Do you know how to do orthodontic? Like I would ask my dentist, do you know how to do oral surgery? Do you have a guy that you could recommend if you don't is the follow-up question to all of these questions that we would have. Because the reality is, is a lot of times people will go in to get x-rays if they have a broken bone, but if the hospital is not... um, allowing you to go in unless you have a vaccine, for example, which could totally happen in other countries literally in, within weeks, um, knowing that chiropractors actually have x-ray machines and it's like 99 bucks at most chiropractors to get an x-ray. I remember when we had a kiddo who dislocated their thumb and we were taking him to the chiropractor for regular treatment and we mentioned it to them. They felt it and they said, listen, let's do an x-ray on it. And so we had a cheap x-ray done at the chiropractor's office. We didn't have to go into the ER and have a $2,600 appointment. And so like, what are your resources? Who is your team? Who can help you with those things? And having that as like your like, you know, you've already talked to these people ahead of time. So you know confidently where you're going to go for treatment is huge. We're going to go into some more serious things, especially COVID preparations, uh, you know, from healing from that kind of thing in a second. Um, obviously, nobody has perfection on that, but we're going to just teach you what we're learning and what we're planning to do to go into this fall. First, I want to read from uh, First Timothy, or Second Timothy 1.7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I just thought that was so important to read Mm -hmm. right now because you could easily be motivated on all this preventative stuff from a fear-based perspective. Oh, super important. And you should be motivated from this from a trusting God perspective, Mm -hmm. but that we're also supposed to be operating in wisdom and taking action while we're on earth. And so, you know, it's really important. If there's wise things to do to stay out of the hospital, especially if there's no entrance allowed because they're full or whatever this fall. Yeah. How do you handle these things? We, our jurisdiction is our family. We need to be able to take care of our family in the best way we possibly can. And it takes making early decisions to do so in these uncertain times. Yeah. I mean, I love that you shared that verse because I even think about, here's another preventative topic that we're not going to go deep into, but it is definitely in lines with being preventative is being 
clean. Like yeah. taking care of your jurisdiction of your home and being a homemaker that's actually cleaning your house. If you struggle with this, go through the Healthy Mom Home Hacks. But I'll share that like when Isaac was reading from 2 Timothy 1.7 there where he's talking about a spirit of fear and people getting overwhelmed with fear, I think of like the the very real mental disorder of OCD. People who are OCD about cleanliness to where they can't, in, they're not enjoying life. Their kids feel like they're walking on eggshells. They don't practice hospitality unless their house is completely perfect. Um, I ha- haven't ever gotten to that extreme level, but I will say that there was a season in my life, I would say maybe the first like, well, from like maybe year five being married to year 10, where I definitely allowed how clean my home was to affect my hospitality. And I struggled because here I was homeschooling and I had a lot of little kids. I had like five kids under seven and it was a lot of physical work to just even care for a family, always having a baby, nursing babies, having someone in my arms at all the time. Right. And so I, there's just something that I want to share with you that yes, you want to be sanitary and you as a homemaker want to recognize that cleaning your home is part of your jurisdiction, but it's not just yours. Like you and your husband need to be on the same, like you need to communicate. You need to be on the same base when it comes to understanding like who's going to take care of what. You can delegate things to other people. Like we currently have like dish teams so that that's getting done so that I'm freed up to do more of the deep cleaning stuff like in the laundry room and making sure the washing machines are clean and working and different things like that, right? And so you guys need to communicate about the different jurisdictions, the need for help, but don't come at it from a place of fear to where you're like, oh, I don't want people in my home or you have to clean like crazy after you have people in your home because you're scared of getting sick, right? Because people were just at your home. Like that's what that verse speaks to me as a homemaker. The fear-based parents out there, they are raising up a generation of fearing people unlike any generation before. And their kids are going to struggle with loneliness, going to be despair. wild in a negative way. It is going to be very, very tragic uh, what this generation is being raised up in. I'm not saying you necessarily. I'm just saying the no, people who yeah. are fear-based. And there's a lot of fear out there. It is all over the world. So, you know, on that note, I even think about what a huge ministry your home can be to some of those kids where they feel like they're walking on eggshells with their family all the time. And then they come to your home and it's like peaceful. They can sense the Holy Spirit and they don't even know that it's the Holy Spirit. Like that's a huge ministry that we have being homemakers to invite our kids' friends into our home after they've been at a sporting event or whatever, and to not be the one that's like freaking out about cleanliness, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I just want to encourage you guys. There's definitely a lot more that we could talk about regarding the preventative side of having things be clean and sanitary. Um, I'll just share briefly, like I use Thieves Household Cleaner and we have Thieves Hand Sanitizer in all of the cars. I have diffusers in the cars that I have oils that I use so that when I am out and about, I don't, I'm not like religious about using them all the time, but I know that if I've been in a bathroom or something that wasn't really upkept, yeah, I'm going to sanitize my kids' hands. You know what I mean? And so there are tools that you can get to have on hand that would be wise to use, but you don't want to like put your faith in those things. Like 
and allow them to become an idol either. Another thing is just preventative is shipping channels are destroyed out there because of COVID. Manufacturing of certain things, I was just reading because of a lack of chips, the auto industry is potentially losing $210 billion this year because they can't ship cars. They can't finish them without these chips. I mean, we chips. still have a so table coming. we have a table <laughs> that's stuck out in the bay in California. Uh, in a, we ordered it in, in April and here it so, is almost October. Yeah. So, and, you know, it's just, there's a problem. So what's, you know, Costco's limiting to one pack of um, toilet paper and paper towels right now, you know, so be thinking about what are going to be things you need as a family where this isn't a podcast episode to get you to go hoard or something like that. No, 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 no. But what do you need to be prepared? Especially if you have a large family like ours, we need to think even more ahead of smaller families. Mm-hmm. Just think about it. You know, it's like, you know, it takes almost two dozen eggs to make breakfast. So it's just different. Yeah. It's just different. Yeah. And you have to think about that. So be aware of that. Now, we're going to bring it home here with some some directly targeted things on being ready and prepared. Um, obviously, we talked about this, having direct access to like-minded professionals in the health industry. Mm-hmm. Um, that is super important. So worth repeating. But now on the, what we're seeing out there is evidence tons of evidence that ivermectin, for example, and hydrochloroquine and uh, a whole bunch of other things, which we're just now more researching, are important to have on hand. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. So so how can you get a supply of things in case your family does get a variant of COVID or something like that? And And I would add to that, not just in case they get the variant of it, but in case you get the variant of it, and you cannot, you're not having success treating it naturally with Amen. herbal supplements and things like that and prayer. And, you start that first. Yeah. Yep, you always start that first. And and even if you, can I just say, even if you do have it on hand, because I know a lot of people have ordered things like ivermectin, even if you do have it on hand, I I would even say like, see if you can treat it naturally. At least that's what I would do. That's yeah. what I would do. I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I did. try to treat things naturally. And then you go to the Western medicine if those things don't work. And we're not experts in this, but there is enough evidence that this is working for a lot of people. And, and it, it's been around for a long, around a long, long time. time. But you need to do your own due diligence. We have no idea how to keep it, how to, you know, how much to take things like that. You need a nope. doctor that yep. prescribes it to you and is willing to do so, um, prevent, you know, ahead of time. Right. I believe. Yeah. So that's, this is the, these are the kinds of things we're thinking about. Have we done this? No. Are we going this to? Is yeah. We're the looking, readiness and preparedness we're looking into list. this right now. Yeah. These are things we are in process of. Another big thing, um, as far as readiness and preparedness goes is being trained in CPR and first aid. Um, Personally, I think that every babysitter should be trained in this stuff. Mm. I personally also believe that at least one parent, when you have a kid, you should have the training in it. I was a lifeguard for many years, so I've done the first aid and CPR training. Like I can't even count how many times. We had to keep our records up every six months, and I did it for eight years. So awesome. So for me, like I walk in a kind of confidence that I know I can take care of most kinds of things, choking, stuff like that. But a lot of parents don't, and they don't think to go get trained in these things. It would be wise to do that. Now, when I say go get trained, it doesn't mean you actually have to go somewhere. There are a lot of online training programs that you can do that will give you the wisdom, give you the knowledge and how to treat things. There are tools out there that are wise to have on hand. 
Here's one as a doula um, and having used midwives for many years. I have my own blood pressure cuff. I have my own Doppler to be able to hear the baby's heartbeat when I am pregnant and to use with the mamas that I've served. Those are the kinds of tools that you don't have to be a doctor to have on hand, but you do need to be trained in how to use them accurately. And so figuring out what tools you can have on hand for the season of life you're in, but also to bless other people um, so that you can know what's going on with your body. I know that for us, like because of what was going on with the coronavirus and hospitals, we chose to have a home birth. So we added finding a midwife that could do a home birth and treat me even if I hemorrhaged, was a huge part of our to-do list when we first moved here. Now that I have experienced that and I feel really confident in our midwife, I'm happy to give her name to people um, because I trust her. And for me, like knowing how to monitor my blood pressure when it was going up saved us from having to go to doctor's appointments often. It saved money. It also was peace of mind, and that was like my trigger point of going, okay, I got to slow down, and I need to do these X, Y, and Z, what my midwife told me I need to do in order to help myself be healthy. So do you have a doctor, the family doctor, that is pro-medical freedom and willing to give you some ivermectin and teach you how to use it and and those kinds of things and give you guidance? We are pro-doctor and nurse. We are pro-hospital. We're pro-medicine. We just believe let's heal it naturally first, Mm -hmm. and then let's use some of those medicines that have already been proven out there for a long, long, long time that have already been proven to be helpful. Let's have those ready in case there's a shortage of Mm -hmm. supply. And last resort, let's go to the hospital. But if we need to go to the hospital, let's do it. Now, we're in a unique situation now where potentially, even if you need to go to the hospital, you can't. Right. So So having people in your community that have been trained as EMTs or who have been firefighters or um, just people who have been a part of that industry and know how to stitch up cut wounds, for example, or um, set a broken bone or deliver a baby. I mean, there's just these like things that happen that are not wild things like they just happen sometimes. You can't so, run the race alone. You need yeah. other people in your life. Psalm uh, 96, 2 and 3 is so good. Sing to the Lord, bless his name, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day, declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. Mm-hmm. So I just, this has kind of been a heavy topic. So I yeah. just, let's just remember mm-hmm. that God is good. God is sovereign. God loves us. And if we're in a worry situation, if we're running through life in fear and worry, that's the opposite. You literally can't be in fear and worry and sing to the Lord, bless his name, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. You can't be worried and declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. So if you're having a hard time, I mean, one of the things, sometimes you get stuck in these bad modes, right? Like where maybe things just seem really heavy or overwhelming. So one of the things that's super helpful is leading your heart to do that by having worship music on. Like it's hard to be full of fear and worry when you're listening to worship music that's leading you to worship God. And so this would definitely be a preventative tool actually that you can use that God has called us to do this as Christians, but it also helps you to not go down that road that will lead to depression and loneliness and struggle and fear and OCD and anxiety and worry. It's so true. In another scripture, 1 John 5, 19, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. Let's not forget 
that there is evil, mm-hmm. that the, the world is being ran by the power of the evil one, the wicked one. That's what scripture says. So we should take action. We mm-hmm. should talk about politics. We should uh, vote. We should do things and take action. But we shouldn't be surprised at the way things are going. But we should be proclaiming the good mm-hmm. news of Jesus because we're not trying to live forever on earth. Mm-hmm. We're trying to proclaim the gospel mm-hmm. and share the good news, most importantly to our kids, but also to people around us while we're on earth. So more people are in eternity in heaven where none of these issues exist. Mm-hmm. And we have that to look forward to. So we can have joy and a hope that is supernatural in the midst of challenge that draw people to God. Amen. So thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. For more resources, go to Courageous Parenting and CourageousMom.com for free online workshops, blog posts, and best-selling courses. Also, we wanted to quickly tell you about our six-week online parenting mentor program. Isaac and I created a powerful biblical curriculum. Here's how it works. Each week, we release a video with a downloadable parenting packet to make it easy for you to incorporate those teachings directly into your parenting. This is an incredible self-paced program where we cover everything from obedience training to overcoming mistakes most Christians are making. But more than that, it's a supportive community. You'll have access to our private online group, live webcasts, and the Courageous Parenting text message line where Angie and I can send you weekly encouragements straight to your phone. If you're interested in joining our next online parenting mentor program, secure your spot now at CourageousParenting.com. That's CourageousParenting.com.